Hey guys, welcome back to Classic Sundays. I'm here with Chantel. Lena, unfortunately, couldn't make it again this um, week, but we do have our notes. But this week, we did watch Hocus Pocus, um, and we both watched Hocus Pocus 2, so we actually will talk a little bit about that one as well later. But back to Hocus Pocus 1. Um, this is a 1993 movie about um, a teenager, Max, who just moved to Salem, Massachusetts from California. Um, he explores an abandoned house with his sister, Danny, and a new friend, Allison. After dismissing a story Allison tells as superstitious, Max accidentally frees a coven of evil witches who used to live in the house. Now, with the help of a magic cat, the kids must steal the witch's book of spells to stop them from becoming immortal. So I guess we can just jump right into it. put a spell on you and now you're mine i believe this was your movie chantel it was um so i had never watched um hocus pocus before which is crazy Uh, just just saying that (laughs) (laughs) so starting off with that i never uh never watched hocus pocus before so this was my first true experience with Hocus Pocus. Now, I, I won't say that I was like, um, I had never heard of like some of the references before and I like haven't heard of it before. I just hadn't really watched it through before. Um, and miniature, miniature backstory. So when I was watching it, I sat down to watch it with my parents and we actually, they had seen Hocus Pocus before. I had not. So we started with Hocus Pocus 2. And then we watched Hocus Pocus, like the original 1993. So kind of backwards. But That was weird. Why didn't they just watch the first one first and then the second one to get like a refresher? I think it was more like they just, we didn't, we didn't realize that we were all going to stay up to watch two movies in a row back to back. Okay. So my mom was just like, mm, all right, just we'll watch, uh, we'll watch the, the first one, like right after the second one. So I was like, okay, all right. Great. <laughs> you can get both both movies knocked out in one night. Um, but I, I will have to say that I really did get, I really enjoyed finally seeing some of those famous lines in action. Um, like they're, like this, you know, the infamous spell uh, when she's talking about another glorious morning. This morning. Makes me <laughs> sick. <laughs> Makes me sick. Um, and also, with the hype of Hocus Pocus 2 going around on TikTok and just in pop culture right now, um, it made me want to watch the first one even more, just so that I could kind of join in on the bandwagon a little bit. Um, but I'm trying to think of... So I, I, I felt like the acting was good. I felt like it really it really did hold my attention. Um when we get to talking about Hocus Pocus 2, there's some similarities that I really enjoyed their attention to detail for. Um, the mom in this one, in the in the first one, when they went to the Halloween costume party, mm-hmm. her costume reminded me of Katy Perry's um, costume in one like of her the, concerts, where she got the big old pointy ones. boobs. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that's a Madonna reference. A lot. Yeah, so 
makes sense makes sense so I was like <laughs> that that was that was interesting I was like oh <laughs> what a what a wonderful Halloween costume <laughs> um and our friend Book, I thought that was cute too overall I, I just I really enjoyed Hocus Pocus but what did you think Alyssa you this wasn't your first time watching it um, no, I, I have watched it multiple times before, but I think because I had to like do a review of it later on and talk about it, obviously on the podcast, I was paying attention more to it. Um, and I did notice some things that like, as a kid, I for sure never saw before. And I believe I talked to you yesterday um, about it, but the damn, damn, double damn, 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 double damn. That was mm-hmm. the first time I maybe I noticed it, but that's the first time I ever heard it because I for sure know that on Disney Channel they did not play that part. That was definitely cut out. Um, she did say a lot of damn, and so that was just like, oh, how did I never notice that before? And I think obviously with it now going on Disney Plus, it's you know they're releasing probably the uncut versions of you know not the you know PG so that it's a uh, TV like kids safe. So that was interesting. Um. Overall, like, I thought it was funny. Like, it, it made me laugh. It, it's definitely not, like, a Oscar-worthy movie. But, and there were some, like, parts where you're like, okay, like, are you, like, it was just, like, dumb and everything. But, like, it was in a good way. Like, it, it made the plot funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, The music in this one, like, the I Put a Spell on You, it's, it's a yeah. classic. I love that song. I feel like every Halloween, everyone's singing it. Um, The jokes, obviously, every time with tiktok being so popular right now halloween season is a lot of hocus pocus jokes and everything the only thing i'm surprised about is like you know i've never ha- seen anyone ever dress up like as the three sanderson sisters so it's no. kind of um funny that like it's so popular but i've never seen anyone dress up like them um and then i, I wonder if that's um gonna be more popular this halloween or not maybe because even like i was talking to um maddie my roommate and she said like the funny thing is like my sister's a redhead my other sister's a blonde and i'm a brunette yet for some reason we've never dressed up as the sanderson sisters so i thought that was like even funny like even she knows it's like that's a perfect costume but um but yeah and i personally think mary is my favorite um and more so in the second movie when we talk about it i just i love mary i think her jokes are quite on par um and I don't know, like, it was definitely funny, especially when, like, the whole virgin, like, lighting the candle and, like, when they go up to the cop and he's like, are you seriously a virgin? Like, but he's not actually a cop. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, like, <laughs> but no, um, I think it was a, a pretty fun movie to watch, especially a family friendly one. Definitely something that, like, I can, like, is, there's a reason why, you know, people watch it over and over again. It's definitely not the most critically acclaimed movie, but it's I feel like perfect for the season, and I I love it. Like I I I love the movie. It's a great movie, and uh, oh my god, what did, what's her name? Bette Midler is iconic. So, did you know uh, Hocus Pocus is actually the very first Disney film ever to use the word virgin in it? Oh really? Yeah. Oh, it was kind of funny too because I was like. When I was watching the movie, I was like, I wonder why it's called Hocus Pocus. Like, where did that, like, they come with that? And then literally, like, almost, like, a minute later, he's like, oh, I don't believe in this Hocus Pocus. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that, how did I miss that? Like, I don't, maybe I just forgot, and that's why. But, 
Um, here, let me talk about what uh, Lena, Lena said. said. Yeah, mm-hmm. so this is what she said. I liked the movie and thought it was very well done. Binks was my favorite character, and I completely agree with her. Um, I loved a black cat, which, because I have one, Ryan, shout out. Um, if you're ever listening to this (laughs) and then she said the witches were fantastic and incredibly well acted obviously considering who played them i'm glad it had a happy ending and think it's a great halloween movie oh and she actually watched the hocus pocus 2 movie so we can talk about okay but yeah that's what she said so she also likes it it's not obviously it's not like I don't know, like, I feel like everyone's watched it, so it's hard to, like, really dissect it. And I know people do dissect it, be like, oh, here you are, especially with the second one. Um, But I like it. Oh, the second one is going to be dissected for... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I have some thoughts on that one as well, but Mm -hmm. I liked it. So um, do you just want to, do you want to have anything to say, or do you want to go into ratings, or? Um, We can go ahead and go into ratings. All right, you go Um, first. I'm going to give this one a 9 out of 10. Wow, pretty high up. I, I had, I had higher expectations for it because of all the hype, you know, similar to how we had high expectations for like Breakfast at Tiffany's, Mm -hmm. but the difference between this and Breakfast at Tiffany's for me was it actually kind of held to those expectations. I felt now was it like the most perfect movie and did it deserve a 10 out of 10 for me? I'm not giving it my 10 out of 10. But I would happily add this to my seasonal Halloween movies to like watch every year. Okay. Um, I gave it an eight out of ten. I definitely love the movie for Halloween. Um, and it's a, a great family movie. Um, highly recommend everyone to watch it, especially I'm always surprised when someone hasn't watched it. Um, it's either because <laughs> it's a religious thing. Or they they have strict parents and I don't know, or they just don't like Halloween. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, especially with the whole religious thing, we can get to Hocus Focus too when we talk about that. But um, Lena said eight out of ten as well, so um, we're kind of all around the same ballpark for the movie. Yeah, overall, I felt like it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. Same, um, and I was pleasantly surprised and happy that it was as good as everyone says it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, right. Should we get into fun, some fun facts? Yes, give me them fun facts that you okay. so painstakingly um, took your time finding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. I have a couple real quick ones and then um, a couple that are not long, but like they're, they're, there's a little more to them. Um, so just so you know, the fountain in this movie um was also used in the filming of friends i knew that yeah (laughs) i didn't know that oh really okay well i'd never watched hocus pocus before so how was i supposed to know there was a fountain that's true i I will give you that nor that it was shared with like okay but um Uh, so so the role of max was originally offered to leonardo dicaprio um but he turned it down for eating gilbert grape which was another movie he was filming at the time very smart move. <laughs> that one is probably like what set him on the map is that movie. I haven't seen that one. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So one. I don't know. So I, I wasn't able to say like whether that was a smart decision or not. I thought it would be interesting to see young Leo uh, in this movie. But I feel like the actors that they did have in this movie were obviously spot on for, for mm-hmm. this movie. So 
Yeah, Leo's um uh was eating Gil. Uh, that movie I can't speak today. Um, like always, he a hundred percent should have got an award for that. His acting in it was amazing. Um, I believe especially when was it his mom that died in it? Like the way that he like for someone that was so young, I feel like that was probably one of his best acting moments and definitely I think skyrocketed him into um him going into stardom I think right after this he mm-hmm. got accepted for um what was it called Romeo and Juliet I think after um his role oh yeah Robert. well so. we, we know he was great in that one yeah um yeah. this this movie uh they they had a a love for bugs too mm-hmm. um so Sarah our blonde witch um yeah 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 um she actually ate the spider yep she revealed in 2018 at like some like anniversary like interview she actually ate the spider and then billy butcherson if you remember when he coughed up like the moths in the dust Mm -hmm. those were real ew (laughs) disgusting i feel bad for actors sometimes like i'm good i'm good (laughs) Like just ooh. Yeah. Um especially for um, you, you basically have a panic attack whenever you see a bug in your house. <laughs> You're like, they, no! they they're not getting me to, they they better just pick someone else. Yeah, well yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's still some dead silverfish in my vacuum that I haven't taken out yet because I'm too scared to. <laughs> um the so the when they originally wanted to pitch this movie though, um and sell it to Disney. They actually like really set up the um, by having the executives walk into a dark room with witches' brooms and fifteen pounds of candy corn. Can we all agree candy corn is disgusting? I agree. Okay, it looks like- cool. It looks cool, and it fits the it fits the Halloween theme because of the color scheme. And by golly, like they're fine for decorations, but yeah, no, they they do not taste good. No, maybe as a kid, maybe because it was like a sugary thing, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I cannot. <laughs> um. Also, one last fun fact for this one, and then I have one fun fact um, for our second movie, but I will get to that after. So Sarah Parker is actually related to a real life witch. Oh. Um. So she's distantly uh, related to Esther. Elwell, which was an accused witch at the famed Salem Witch Trials. But luckily her case never made it to the trial um, as trying a person for witchcraft was then abolished before she could. Oh, she got lucky. She did good. So I thought that was very interesting. And I know that and you know, I couldn't give all the fun facts but I know that there was a lot of like um, I, I think maybe she even mentioned too, like she, before taking on this role, she wanted to um, ensure that she was doing witches justice and not just giving another like stereotypical because obviously there's like modern witches not necessarily in the as magic-y sense as you would find in this like fantasy movie but um, she didn't want to offend anyone yeah Catherine now we know why played, played Mary um, mm-hmm. she actually went on an interview and was like yeah like I, I'm taking the role, but I am kind of nervous because I obviously I don't want to um, 
like disrespect anyone that is part of the Wiccan culture and is a witch and all that. So she actually went on, um, I think in LA when it was like for an LA news station and talked about it back in 1990, like four or something or whatever, 1993, um, mm-hmm. when they were about to like release the film. So that's kind of funny that Sarah Jessica Parker even said that too. Like they were both like very, <laughs> like we don't it, want you guys. I, to I, it may not, us. it may not have been Sarah that said that. It may have been who you were speaking about, oh, Mary. Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It may, it may have been her. Oh. Um, I may have got my names mixed up, but I wouldn't be shocked if someone else also said something to that effect. Yeah. But you don't want to um, get yourself hexed. <laughs> then your yes. whole career goes down the toilet, <laughs> and then you're nope, done. I, nope. You just in case it's real. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let's go into classic or not, and then we can discuss the sequel. Um. Focus, focus, two. All right. So. Is this movie truly considered a classic based on the following criteria? Acting, music, dialogue, attention to historical details, costuming, scenery, and did it have a cultural impact? Um, it was my movie, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go first. I think this one is an easy one that I didn't have to debate too much over. Um I am going to say that this one was a classic. Um it had, it didn't have very much, but it did have good music when it did have music. Um, I felt like the costuming was very on point um, as far as fitting the, the characters and their roles. Um, I felt like they did what they could. I know, I know that like our fun friend, the cat. Um, Binks. Yeah, Binks was not. Factory. Yeah, he was not that greatly like animatronic, <laughs> animatronic no. guys or whatever. How do we say that? And a damn the CGI. The CGI is not great. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't great. But I don't know. And and I know that there were other movies that were better in its time period. So that is kind of a a flaw for this movie. Um, I think the the budget too. Yeah, the budget. I. Yeah, and we'll get to budget when we talk about the second movie, um, because obviously they knew that this one was a, uh, the first one was a hit, so they had to make the second one live up to it as well as much as they could. But I'm definitely saying this one is a classic. It's popping up in pop culture. People still talk about it, even if Hocus Pocus two wasn't a thing. I feel like it would still be talked about. It would still be a well loved film. Overall, I thought it was a good movie would happily watch it again every Halloween. Definitely a classic. All right. Um, both Lena and I agree with you. It's definitely a classic. And we obviously would watch it again and again. <laughs> so we're all agreement. It is a classic. Um, so do you want to then go just straight into talking about it? The second one? Yeah, Hocus Pocus 2. All right. All right. Big, big fad right now. A lot of people excited. A lot of people watching it. Mm-hmm. Um Seeing as I was able, I had the privilege of watching them. Well, you too, but I had the privilege of watching it back to back. Wait, with so the other my one. question is: since you watched the second one first, mm-hmm. did you enjoy it more, or were you? Did you like the first one more? I feel like it gave me a reverse lens. So, and what I mean by that is, so when I was I I watched the second one first. And I thought it was cute. I thought it was pretty, I I thought it was pretty well done as a standalone movie. I liked the beginning kind of like backstory-ish stuff that they had going on because I am a sucker 
for movies that give a backstory of villains or people or um but it gave me a different lens so then i was like why is she writing why is she writing roombas under her feet <laughs> because and why is she riding on a swiffer type of vacuum <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, I know, but I was like, it was just like, I was, so I didn't quite get why, but then when I watched the first one, then I was like, oh my God, that's why they did that. And I feel like maybe it would have been better if I watched the second one after I had watched the first one, but there were more details that I paid attention to in the second one, watching it first, I think. Mm-hmm. Since it was more, it was more of a standalone for me at that point. Makes sense. Um, I well, let me read um Lena's. Okay, so this is what she said: the new Hocus Pocus movie, very well done, but I'll admit it didn't quite keep my attention. It did not have the same feel for time that the original did. So I kind of have to agree with um Lena a little. It it's a cute movie, but I personally didn't like it as much as the first one but mm-hmm. the first one was did it a lot better it's more of like a i feel like a, a classic like must watch halloween movie and i think this one is just kind of like a one-off where oh we're so happy that they came in and like you know almost 30 years later and you know did a, a sequel so like that's great like it's more of like a oh cool like type of thing but i definitely don't think i would ever watch hocus pocus 2 again just because i felt like the story plot was kind of boring I hated the one, like, the girl that, like, was it within a relationship. I, I was just like, this girl, like, why are you even bothering with her? Like, she obviously, like, dished you guys. And I don't know. There's, like, mm-hmm. small things. And then um, the story plot didn't make sense with the first one. Because the first one, um, Winifred got the book by making a deal with the devil. And then now in this story, she got the book from Mother Witch. Um, mm-hmm. and it's like that did not continuity it didn't make sense because obviously in the first one you know that's what they're saying um, and then it didn't they had a whole different story plot with the second one and I believe like they even went with like a, I think they had like a book or some type of lore that they like deep dived into like the Sanderson sisters and it was mm-hmm. a little bit different than that so that's why I was just like oh okay like that's a little new but it wasn't like something that would be horrible um, a lot of product placement a lot of product placement. It kind of makes sense why they came back because they definitely got a nice paycheck from it. Um, oh, yeah. Just in the Walgreens alone, there was, I think, over a hundred types of, of like products that were shown on screen. So, oh, um, and you got the Swiffer, and you got the Roombas, yeah. and you got the exactly like all the makeup, which I thought that was really funny. Where they went into like the makeup section, they're like eating all these like facial cleaners, and I'm just like that how is that like tasty (laughs) like that was so gross but um I thought that was actually really funny and overall I will say that this movie I feel like was funnier than the first one I was definitely laughing more in this one than I was in this uh first one I feel like that I feel like that might be more so too because like we are relating to what we are doing right now like yeah yeah, we're we're relating to it like it it was recent. They were using things that we recognize. Yeah. Um more culturally like where we are now because obviously we didn't grow up in yes. the 90s. So like Correct. maybe we weren't like, you know, but obviously like this I I did enjoy the the funny part. 
Um, I don't know what else is there. I, I felt like I felt like they they did a de- you know it was a sequel and yeah. you know for for what it's worth. Um, and I feel like with most sequels, there's only so much that you can do. Yeah. Like, to make it, like, just, you can't make it just as good as the first one, but you can try to get as close as you can. Um, (laughs) I felt like they did a decent job of trying to wrap up some of those questions and loose ends. I liked, I appreciated the backstory of them as kids. I thought the, the kid actors did a decent job. I think we're, I think we're, though, a lot of people are iffy we're not necessarily as on board um, with Hocus Pocus 2 is the ending. There's a lot of people that were not happy. Yeah, they were not happy with the way it ended. And I get it. it, And I agree to an extent that it it didn't really make sense how the, the, the switch was just flipped Mm -hmm. and the, what's her name? What's her name? The orange hair. Yes, it didn't make sense how she. It, it it didn't make sense how she was so quick to give up her power for her sisters, in in the amount of time they gave to the film for her to decide that. I felt like I feel like I understand that part though. I no, I like I got that part, but I feel like she would have. I feel like they could have given a little bit more time for her to like to show that like obviously we know her sisters are important to her as much as she smacked them pulled their hair and like (laughs) we know that they they obviously care about each other um and the film does a good job of portraying that but i feel like she may have with how power hungry she was i feel like she may have tried to think about like maybe what can she do now that she's so like you know all powerful what like i don't think that 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 was the case though because she never was power hungry, even in the first movie. The only reason she wanted the extra power is that they would never have to, like, they wouldn't have to disappear once the sun came up and then have to do this whole thing again. That's the only reason she went for the power. And then once her um, sisters were out of the picture, she's like, well, I don't want to fucking do this. Like, I'm out. So she's like, of course she would do it. So, like, that's why I feel like because you watch the second one first, um, and even with the backstory, you could see, like, she never wanted power she's always wanted to be with her sisters left alone and to do what they have to do like stay young forever so yeah, but it's, i but completely not necessarily like, with the why, not necessarily with the power part though with like her being all powerful and like wanting like excited about having the power to herself but more so i feel like i wish i would have been able to see her character go through the emotions more i felt like it was just like a real quick like just like a switch and i, I feel know. like i didn't she... feel that way i guess because i mean i like seeing how she was with the whole entire like from the very beginning even from the first movie she, i i think she would have never had that like i need to think about if i need to keep my powers no no, like... no no not no no not keep powers i mean like she has all these powers she tries to use said powers to bring her sisters back before just admitting defeat and like that's just but the it. book said that there's no other way possible i know but so that's why I feel she's like... like there's no other reason to keep these powers then because literally she's like is there before because i think she said before any like i do anything like is there any other way 
and the book while she was in like the um other like the young like 16 year old's hands the yeah it's like basically no and then she's like okay that's my decision then like i feel like that was i felt like at least for me the timing felt like perfect like i understood why and i understand why she was that quick like for her there 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 is no debate she asked can there be another way and if there was another way she probably would have then obviously kept her powers and tried to like get them back but obviously when she asked the question to the book he, she was like is there another way and the book's like no and she's like okay all right let's let's get rid of these powers then yeah so for me like i i personally thought like i completely understood that i i mean it, it's a quick decision I, I, so yeah i mean like i i understood what what she was trying to do and like why it happened and like all that i just because there wasn't like... there wasn't another way like she asked the book because the book is the one that has all the spells in it and if there mm-hmm. was another way like obviously that would make sense she would probably debate it being like okay let's try to figure out another way to bring my sisters back so i can keep my powers but like it was a very quick thing like that she asked and it said no and she's like okay that's it so maybe i mean yeah. did did you remember that part where the she asked the book or no yeah no i did okay. i did I just felt like it was it was a very quick like just like light switch like flip and mm-hmm. I feel like there could have been just a, like a little bit more time for me to watch the character process her emotions. Mm-hmm. I will say that the movie was very fast paced. Like even though I had like I think 30 minutes left of like I think it's almost two hours long. I was like oh wow that was like quick. So I, I guess like maybe that's probably why like you maybe the movie was just so quick like it felt like it was going so fast that like you didn't have time to really experience the whole mm-hmm. loss of the sisters. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, hmm. I do think though, um, they're probably setting up for like either a, like a TV series or another movie with the three girls because how they just set it up, it it feels like there might be like a a tv series coming up with the little witch oh what's her name let me look it up real quick um what's her name where they're gonna have it on disney plus like during halloween maybe next year about they might. Her, her like adventures in salem and they could definitely ride that out i feel like i it just the way that they set it up and how they like did it becca um the the girl that played becca the witch um mm-hmm just the way that she was getting powers like in school and everything it definitely feels like it would be good as a tv series and maddie and i were discussing it just it felt like it was setting up for a spinoff with her and her two friends like in school doing witch like witchy stuff in school um and i think we probably might hear something next like fall about Mm -hmm. this being a tv series because just the way that it was and how they other Disney movies set things up for a TV spinoff. It it just makes sense, so I'm definitely gonna keep an eye out for that. I could definitely see that for sure. But um, did you hear about the the woman in Texas that went on TV saying, "Don't watch Hocus Pocus because it's gonna bring the devil inside your home"? No, what? you haven't seen that? Yeah, she's like this blonde Texas like Christian mom. And she's like, I won't let my kids watch it because what they could be like casting spells onto my kids just th- like by watching it. Like you have to watch the um, what is it called? The I'll I'll send you the a TikTok of it. But 
yeah she was she was a little crazy I was like okay (laughs) white women are insane especially when they're super uber Christian but um I thought that was kind of funny I'll I'll send you the TikTok tonight so you can see it um but yeah I don't know music um, though sorry music though the first music was better oh yeah I could have fell on you and I don't even know the name of the song that they were singing I know they should have just stuck with the the song previously yeah they were trying to be appeal to the masses and a song that people knew and yeah yeah I did oh, really like the song um, from the original, though, uh, the Come Little Children song. Yeah. It it felt like it didn't, it, it wasn't like one way out of another, place, but sorry. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. To one way or another, I'm gonna see ya. I'm gonna meet ya, meet ya, meet ya, meet ya one day. Maybe real soon, I'm gonna meet ya. I'm gonna meet ya. I'll meet ya. I'll say into pie. I'm a lady up and die. In come a quarry, I'm a hey. Hey, hi. Come a baby up and die. <laughs> yeah, no. She just, it should have just been I put a spell on you. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, Kathy's mouth. I don't know if you noticed that she was talking out of the other side of her mouth. This time around? Mm-hmm, the second one. Hmm, I didn't know, so I have to look at that again. For no re- it bothered a lot of people. It actually bothered my dad, and I didn't, I didn't even tell him that that was a fun fact. Um, he just, it bugged him enough. Um, and it, it's for no reason other than she couldn't hold her mouth the way that she did before. I mean, it makes sense. Like, she's in her 70s now. <laughs> like, but she did lose a lot of weight. Like, Maddie kept pointing that out. She's like, it's so weird to see her. Like, the first movie, she was, like, very plump. And this one, she's, like, more, like, a on the skinnier side. And she's like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, okay. But I don't know. I know everyone was freaking out over Sarah Jessica Parker's makeup. Oh, that too. And I was like, it was just because her eyebrows were just slightly shaped differently. But I'm like, from the 90s to now the makeup has like obviously gotten better so like i don't know i didn't feel like it was such a horrible thing but i don't know i actually so it it looked not so great when i saw pictures before watching the movie Mm -hmm. but while watching hocus pocus 2 it didn't really bother me yeah i like it wasn't a notable like oh my god can they fix her makeup like Mm -hmm. No. So, you said you have a, a fun fact about this movie. Oh, that was the fun fact. Oh, okay. The mouth. All right. <laughs> that was the fun fact. There we go. That's our hocus pocus um, double feature for the month. <laughs> um, but I guess next weekend will be Lena's movie pick. And to be honest, I forgot what her movie was. Can you? Do you have it that? Is the Haunting, nineteen sixty-three. I think she said it was supposed to be a little spooky. Okay, I hope it's going to be more of a thriller than Freaks was, because Freaks was just not scary. And this one was more of like a, a children-friendly type of um, one, so. Yeah. We'll see. It was definitely, yeah. It, but but seeing as we hadn't watched it last year, I, I'm very happy that we squ- we squeezed Hocus Pocus in this year, because it, it definitely deserves to be on our list of classics. Oh, 100%. Side note, just for our listeners, um, so Lena's movie next month, next month, next week, <laughs> uh, 
is number 79 for us. Ooh, we're getting closer to 100. So but on the podcast, it'll be our 62nd movie. Oh my God. Do we really? <laughs> is that how many we have? So yeah, this, um, I just posted freaks this on um, today because I, I just did not have time last week and with um Sukkot. So uh-huh. this week was our 60th episode and oh this one will be our 61st episode. All right. Well, we have to we have to celebrate, obviously, when we meet our 100 of just all time. Yes. And we have to do our 100 uh, podcast episodes, too. So Ooh. we have to think of like something special to do for each of those. And that will be, you said, around um, Alita's birthday. It was in like end of April. You said that like roughly. Yeah. And, and yeah. If we so. were, were keeping up with like three movies a month. Yep. And um, the fourth podcast of the month being our our overall thoughts and announcement for the next month. All right. I got it. All right. Then, then I will see you next weekend. All right. See you next weekend. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Just want to let you guys know that we upload on Sundays. So we will see you here again.